This is Charlotte Donlin, and you're listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my first book, The Great Belonging, and my other writing and work at charlottedonlin.com. So this is the video for chapter two from The Great Belonging. And I'm just doing a little bit of a background slash thoughts, notes, you know, additional information um, that might put the some stuff from the book in context or even just things I've learned since I wrote the book. Because I do continue to learn about loneliness and belonging, um, you know, with every day even. And I will say that I don't really struggle with loneliness anymore. I, I mean, I have it, and but I don't, it's not a hard thing for me. It's not as hard as it used to be. And I believe it's because I spent so much time reading and writing and talking about loneliness that it's kind of normalized it and it's taken away the shame. And I always say that um, the more we talk about it and the more we put it out in the open, the less power it has over us. So um, I don't feel as oppressed by loneliness as I used to. And I also am way more aware of my belongings, um, the ways I belong to myself, to others and God, the ways I belong to my places and the ways art helps me belong. So chapter two is on core loneliness. And this is a term that I borrowed and quoted from Dr. Tom Varney. And it's this tiny little book called On Loneliness or Loneliness him that you can, I think you can buy it. It's like a tiny little, I guess, Bible study type book. I don't have it here with me, but um, my therapist, first therapist I ever had, Dr. Gordon Bowles, um, recommended that book when I started writing this book. And I immediately connected with the idea of core loneliness, which um, is basically this like deep sense of loneliness that some of us feel to a greater degree than others. Um, I'll read just a little bit about what Dr. Tom Barney says. Um, it's not simply situational feelings of rejection or isolation. Rather, Varney says of core loneliness, this kind of loneliness is more basic, more fundamental to our existence as human beings, and it is seldom discussed or even acknowledged. So it's like this kind of sense of, um, you know, if you're a Christian, the sense of knowing that as long as you're here on this world, in this body, you will always feel kind of alone and separated from what you were created and meant to be. At least that's how I experience it. So my core loneliness and the way I think about it is very much tied to, um, you know, the idea that that I'm a human, that no one will ever, no one I know, like no friend, my husband, no one will ever fully understand me because I'm a separate human. I'm a separate entity. They can't get inside my mind. You know, my husband likes to tell me all the time, I can't read your mind. And that's true. Like he can't, um, and he never will be able to, but like on the other side of this, um, I do believe that core loneliness will go away. Like, on the other side of um, eternity when, you know, I believe that um, in heaven, when we're there, there will be no more loneliness. So that is um, one of the types of loneliness that I struggle with the most, 
or that I feel the most is that kind of separation from God and separation from the communion of saints, I guess you could say. Um, And, but there is like this sense of hope knowing that eventually I won't have that core loneliness anymore. So um, that's what chapter two is about. It's short. A lot of my chapters are short. Um, And I like the last sentence here of that chapter. It says, great loneliness makes us yearn for the great belonging, even if we don't know how to put words around our affliction or our ache for more. Thanks for listening to Hope for the Lonely. Learn more about my writing and work at charlottedonlin.com.